0: chapter fifteen of childhood by leo tolstoy translated by charles james hogarth eighteen sixty nine to nineteen forty five this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by expatriate in bangor maine chapter fifteen childhood happy happy never returning time of childhood how can we help loving and dwelling upon its recollections they cheer and elevate the soul and become to one a source of higher joys sometimes when dreaming of bygone days i fancy that tired out with running about i have sat down as of old in my high armchair by the tea-table it is late and i have long since drunk my cup of milk my eyes are heavy with sleep as i sit there and listen how could i not listen seeing that mamma is speaking to somebody and that the sound of her voice is so melodious and kind how much its echoes recall to my heart with my eyes veiled with drowsiness i gaze at her wistfully suddenly she seems to grow smaller and smaller and her face vanishes to a point yet i can still see it can still see her as she looks at me and smiles somehow it pleases me to see her grown so small i blink and blink yet she looks no larger than a boy reflected in the pupil of an eye then i rouse myself and the picture fades once more i half close my eyes and cast about to try and recall the dream but it has gone i rise to my feet only to fall back comfortably into the armchair there you are falling asleep again little nicholas says mamma you had better go to bye-bye no i won't go to sleep mamma i reply though almost inaudibly for pleasant dreams are filling all my soul the sound sleep of childhood is weighing my eyelids down and for a few moments i sink into slumber and oblivion until awakened by someone i feel in my sleep as though a soft hand were caressing me i know it by the touch and though still dreaming i seize hold of it and press it to my lips everyone else has gone to bed and only one candle remains burning in the drawing-room mamma has said that she herself will wake me she sits down on the arm of the chair in which i am asleep with her soft hand stroking my hair and i hear her beloved well-known voice say in my ear get up my darling it is time to go bye-bye no envious gaze sees her now she is not afraid to shed upon me the whole of her tenderness and love i do not wake up yet i kiss and kiss her hand get up then my angel she passes her other arm round my neck and her fingers tickle me as they move across it the room is quiet and in half darkness but the tickling has touched my nerves and i begin to awake mamma is sitting near me that i can tell and touching me i can hear her voice and feel her presence this at last rouses me to spring up to throw my arms around her neck to hide my head in her bosom and to say with a sigh ah dear darling mamma how much i love you she smiles her sad enchanting smile takes my head between her two hands kisses me on the forehead and lifts me on to her lap do you love me so much then she says then after a few moments silence she continues and you must love me always and never forget me if your mamma should no longer be here will you promise never to forget her never nikolinka and she kisses me more fondly than ever oh but you must not speak so darling mamma my own darling mamma i exclaim as i clasp her knees and tears of joy and love fall from my eyes how after scenes like this i would go upstairs and stand before the ikons and say with a rapturous feeling god bless papa and mamma and repeat a prayer for my beloved mother which my childish lips had learnt to lisp the love of god and of her blending strangely in a single emotion after saying my prayers i would wrap myself up in the bedclothes my heart would feel light peaceful and happy and one dream would follow another dreams of what they were all of them vague but all of them full of pure love and of a sort of expectation of happiness i remember too that i used to think about karl ivanitch and his sad lot he was the only unhappy being whom i knew and so sorry would i feel for him and so much did i love him that tears would fall from my eyes as i thought may god give him happiness and enable me to help him and to lessen his sorrow I could make any sacrifice for him. Usually, also, there would be some favorite toy, a china dog or hare, stuck into the bed-corner behind the pillow, and it would please me to think how warm and comfortable and well-cared-for it was there. Also, I would pray God to make everyone happy, so that everyone might be contented, and also to send fine weather tomorrow for our walk then i would turn myself over on to the other side and thoughts and dreams would become jumbled and entangled together until at last i slept soundly and peacefully though with a face wet with tears do in after-life the freshness and light-heartedness the craving for love and for strength of faith ever return which we experience in our childhood's years what better time is there in our lives than when the two best of virtues innocent gaiety and a boundless yearning for affection are our sole objects of pursuit where now are our ardent prayers where now are our best gifts the pure tears of emotion which a guardian angel drives with a smile as he sheds upon us lovely dreams of ineffable childish joy can it be that life has left such heavy traces upon one's heart that those tears and ecstasies are forever vanished can it be that there remains to us only the recollection of them End of chapter 15 Recording by Expatriate in Bangor, Maine